I'm not modeling anymore for the two of you. Well, I guess I just have my first taste of the filthy side of this business. Welcome to another Razor Kick Podcast. It's Midnight at Mazem's with Bill and Booth. Hi. Hello. Hi, Bill. How you doing? How's things? I'm tired. Yeah. It's midnight after all. It is. It's close. It's Central Coast mid. Central it's, Coast midtime? It's midnight, midnight for 40-year-olds, a.k.a. us, 10 p.m. Yeah, we're in the garage. We're in the garage. It's a warm, a warm summer evening. Still, notice that we're still talking about summers. That means we're recording these close together again. Summer boys still in effect. The boys of summer are back in town. Back in town. Remix. There's got to be like a mashup of that somewhere. The boys of summer mashup? Yeah. Some DJ is making a ton of money playing that in Vegas right now. 
Not at the MGM, though. What are you mashing Boys of Summer with? Boys are back in town. Oh. The Boys of Summer are back in town. Remember I told you, like, <laughs> I, when I was listening back to one of our podcasts, it's like you say things and I don't listen to you. Was that one of those times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. It's all right. I've been practicing. Not being listened to. Yeah. So today, what are we talking about? We're talking about... Sound bites. Sound bites. Uh, monologues, movie quotes, TV quotes. Weird voicemail messages from professors. Yeah. Little snippets of things that come from places. And you put them in your songs. Yeah, it's great. It's it, a phenomenon. It's or it was a phenomenon. I know for me, like at some point, like making mixtapes, you know, middle school-ish is like you would put clips on it. Like I made a mixtape that had like a bunch of clips from mall rats throughout the entire thing. Oh so like, yeah. As, you, as it was like, but it has the movie progressed. They weren't out of order. Oh, so nice. it was like, it was like, Oh yeah. Three songs. It's like real big fish, no doubt sublime. And then like a story about pretzels covered in shit. <laughs> well, I just remember like realizing that I could download wave files off the internet. And then it was like, it was off to the races. Every time I made a mix CD, I was putting like, Something from Pee Wee's Big Adventure or The Goonies or something. Right. Just like Or from Saturday Night Live, little things. Like, I would just put them between songs. When So, like, when I was making mix tapes, my dad, like, used to DJ and stuff. So, he had, like, a setup in one of the rooms in our house. And it had, like, two CD players and, like, a mixer. And it had, like, a VCR hooked up. So, it would be, like live action like you're mixing like i would crossfade between songs and stuff and i would like cue up stuff on the vcr and like note like time signatures or like time stamps like oh this part this quote starts right here and like the song would finish and i'd start the vcr and have to fade it over and flip the switch and shit this is why you run the soundboard for the podcast (laughs) (laughs) like i have no idea what's going on you hit the mute holy shit (laughs) i do hit the mute buttons it's because my my arm is longer um yeah, so today we're gonna be playing some songs with uh, with little treats in them. Yeah, little little spoken little words, things that little make you smile. Yeah, it's they make you think. They come from all over. I have I wrote down some categories. Okay, what are your categories? Um, okay, so the categories of sound bites. You've got political. Okay. Like that that first song was a born against song. Okay. And it kind of had a little, like a little schoolhouse rock kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then like, but it's obviously c- ironic because then it's there's like a war going on in the background, cops. and then cops. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's your political soundbite. You've got your funny soundbite. Right. Okay. Like, like Beastie Boys, stick your dick in the mashed potatoes. Is that oh, thing? Oh yeah. Remember that one? Oh yeah. If it's gonna be one of these kind of, par- if it's gonna be one of those kind of parts, I would put, go put my dick in the mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah that was one. Of the, yeah, that one. I thought. One. I think of that's a. Uh yeah, and then there's like sentimental ones, you know, like your emo, your emo style, yeah. jangly guitar, yeah. and then you got like usually the longer the better. Yeah, and it's like I'm a loner, daddy, rebel, or something. Is that actually in one? It, I, I feel like think it, it is, but I couldn't, be. I couldn't remember. That's from Pee Wee, though. You know, y- that. yeah. Well, that's a Get Up Kid song, but you know that. Yes, I think the joke in the Pee Wee movie that, by the way, because I just, you know, he just died. R.I.P. R.I.P. Paul Rubens. Um. We showed our kids Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I was just like, Dottie seems really cool. Like, why is Pee-wee not into Dottie? And, like, why is that, like, a joke? And then it turns out the girl who played... Pia Zadora? Is that her name? 
Maybe. I think it's also... She was like a she was like a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like less familiar with now. I don't think she really... She was in Valley Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in a bunch of movies. Yeah. Um, but she was like super hot, star lit. Yeah. And so the joke was like, yeah, Pee Wee's not into her. Even yeah, though she's like hot shit. Yeah. So it's funny. I feel pretty good about it being Pia Zadora. Maybe someone will... I love that name. There's no reason why that name exists in my head. No, it's fine. In the in the Boothiverse, it's true. <laughs> it's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. There uh, we go. So I, w- I did sentimental. Oh, the badass, the badass quote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you do something, just a badass drop, and then you, and then. Like, like if you're you in a, a if you're song. in like a fat band now, it'd be like, hey, get off my lawn. Get off <laughs> my lawn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I put, the last category I wrote down was weird voicemails or some shit. Oh, yeah, totally. The stuff that like has nothing to do with anything. Well, I thought about this one. I didn't pick this song for this playlist, but the there's the Jawbreaker one that's called, it might be called, oh, I think it's on Bivouac. And it's like Adam's professor. And he's like, uh, Adam, you don't come to class. Like, I'm uh, not going to give you an F, but. That sounds familiar. I'm going to give you a D or something like that. Like, it's kind of funny. They're like. In, like chemistry because it was a chemistry class, but I think it sense. Wrong. They're like a very, like. They have lots of drops. Lots of drops, yeah. So are we calling them drops? What do we want to call them? I don't know. I was calling them sound bites, sound clips, samples. drops. Like it's kind of it's murky. Samples, yeah. Like So it's a little different than a sample, though, right? Yeah, because it's like, because a sample usually is like music that you like reuse or whatever, or I manipulate. Mean, samples like, okay, you don't have any instruments, but your parents have old records, so you're going to take those and you're going to turn those into music. Right, yeah. You're going to make a beat. Like, mm. The soundbite thing is a little different. It's like, I think in some cases you're showing off your like your taste. Like yeah, if it's like, like some hey, cool movie, like yeah, indie movie or yeah, something. Like, oh, I, wa- I watched this. Yeah, like, movie. oh, check out the like we're like we're like learned people and we watch weird movies. Yeah, have you seen The Lost Boys? Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of it? You ever heard of it? There's guys in it. Yeah, they're lost. They're lost. You're eating. You're eating worms, Michael. Uh, Death or by stereo. Death by stereo. <laughs> Um, I don't think, or I've you know, you got a boys. good sense of humor, or like you're just like, yeah, you're or just you're clever, you're sweet, sensitive. Uh, you're a sweet, good, sensitive guy. Yeah, and good news. Um, the next group of songs has all of them. Looking at what's, it is, it runs the gamut. I think. Yeah. So uh, as we go along, I guess we'll we'll try and figure out what the hell the point of these is but i don't know i like them yeah they're cool yeah most of the songs are good sometimes the the drop is better than the song sometimes <laughs> to be completely honest or it like you know like like a band in the liner notes or something it kind of leads you to something cool like exactly. a cool movie or something like that so yeah, oh, totally um there's definitely and we can talk about this but there's definitely like a like a of like the year ratio on these songs like there was a time when it was cool it was very popular to do and then it's was not as cool and then maybe cool again it might be appreciating a resurgence yeah i don't know we got a good cross-section of it's different and it's tough because it's not like something you could just like find there's not like a buzzfeed listicle of like top 2020 songs that have a movie quote in them. <laughs> I did find a TikTok <laughs> of you a found guy. A TikTok? I found a random TikTok where that's like one. I'm not going to say which song, but one of the songs came from a TikTok I found. 
that's great because I, I I found some stuff on Reddit and stuff that led me to stuff that reminded me of stuff. But yeah, like, I I worked through it. I found a lot of like really like famous ones that and like some of them I kind of threw in at first and then I sort of like discarded because I yeah, found more interesting ones. Or whatever. This is one of so to peel back the curtain. Yeah. Like we start making these playlists, we bounce like songs off of each other, and like this is sometimes they're just like, hey, it's done. And like this is one that's like had many variations. I feel like yeah. orders changed, like songs have been added and taken off and then re-added and stuff. So it's it's interesting. It is interesting. So let's interesting. see let's see how interesting we are. Let's make it interesting by dropping in some songs.
Come around sometime. 
Jesus to help you. And don't forget to tell your mother you're sorry. Teachers, these teachers want us to work, you know? And I say, fine, I'll work. But you gotta let me do the kind of work that I want to do. And for me, Lindsay, it's, it's my drum kit, man. This is my passion, you know? This is, this is the essence of who I am now. But before I had this, I was lost too. You see what I'm saying? You, you need to find your reason for, for living. You gotta find your big, just gigantic drum kit, you know? Hey, maybe I'll buy a clarinet.
We're back. We are back. All right, that was some that was some sound bites. There's drops. Drops some, with a Z. Some drops. The okay, so we did our best to figure out where the drops were from. Anthony did. We were a team. Yeah. Sometimes Appreciate you that. do more, sometimes I do more. Most of the time we do equally less. About the same. <laughs> uh so we will try to fill you in for reference. Uh that was Dikembe with Scotty Spliffin from Chicago Bulls and EP. They self released in twenty seventeen that um the drop at the beginning was from Freaks and Geeks the pilot episode. Which I always thought was funny just that episode because I think uh Jason Siegel's character like changes like big time. He's like a weird hippie guy or something in the first episode. I think so. And then he kinda like I don't know. He kind of gets into Muppets. Yeah. He gets into the Muppets. He met his mother. Or he met your mother. Yeah, my my, mine. Mine. She's dead, though. R.I.P. Your mom's not dead. No, (laughs) no, 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 not my real mom. Shout out to Toby. My CBS sitcom mom. (laughs) She's dead. Your CBS. Wait, what? Yeah. From How You Met Your Mother. She's dead. Which one? The one that the whole show is about how the guy met. The mother he's telling his kids, but the mom's dead. That's the whole point of the whole show. Oh, She's really? Dead. Like Bob yeah. Saget, right? Because Bob, it's Bob Saget's Saget wife is, is the dead. narrator of the whole show, yeah. and the wife is dead. Dead. Oh, I am really into watching wow. like uh, season and series finales of shows that I do not watch, so I know nothing about. But I always used to really enjoy that with like network television. I saw like four season finales of Seventh Heaven, just for no reason. This is interesting, and maybe it's um, it's the reason why we're friends. I have a really <laughs> weird thing where if I really love a show, I will watch all of it except the last episode. Okay, so and I, I've done it multiple times. I, and so I'm the opposite. I will only watch the end. <laughs> I watch the I beginning have, and the end. First episode, shows, last episode. I've had sh- I've had shows that I really liked. Okay, and, like, give me one. Give me one. I've, I've never watched the end of The Wire. It took me the mom's years dead. to finish The Sopranos. Like the mom's I didn't want to finish The Sopranos. The Basically, the end dead. of every show, the mom's dead. Uh, Veronica Mars never finished. I love that dead. show. Never also finished dead. it. Um, it took me forever to finish Breaking Bad, but that was more because I just found that show kind of excruciating. Yeah, and the mom's also dead in that. She was just she just sucks. She's dead. Uh, the Bible, the mom's dead. The end of the Bible too. It's a trope. Mary. <laughs> Yeah, and the mom and of Mary, the Bible, and the Mary? mom of the Bible, and Ruth. Ruth was a mom. Dear Bible mom, <laughs> say say forty hail Bible moms. Go to your room. And we're there. Uh, anyways, before that was Dillinger uh, Four, owed to the North American snake oil salesman uh, distributor. Sorry. He's not, yeah, it's not he's the salesman. It's salesman. Jesus Come Christ. On. Come on. He's, dude, he's, yeah. He's been working his way up at the snake oil uh, factory. Uh, from Civil War, 2008 on Fat. No idea. Couldn't tell you where that was from. Yeah, it sounds like some like weird Jesus record or something. Yeah, it'd be fun. fun so to that category out. goes into Jesus. That's just like weird shit. Weird shit you find at a thrift store or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for that was Jets of Brazil with Perfecting Loneliness from Perfecting Loneliness, uh, 2002 Jade Tree. That is audio from the Apollo 11 moon landing. 
and I was thinking about this because there's a line in the song that says, uh, this list is what went right. Your name is written twice. Okay. And then he says, okay. we're astronauts. Oh, God damn. But they pass. Blake. We're astronauts like on different missions, basically. Uh, okay. okay. And I was thinking about, it made me think about that replacement song. It's called, I think it's called Answering Machine. Sure. And uh, it's because at the time he was dating, Paul Westerberg was dating a Buzz, woman in Buzz a Aldrin. band. <laughs> uh, Tommy Simpson is Michael Collins. He's sitting in the uh, van watching okay. everybody else do stuff because there's only like 17. Uh, no, he was in the tour van. He's in love with a woman in a band and he's in the tour van, tour van and he hears the woman on a college radio station getting interviewed her band is getting interviewed and so like that's in the song he talks about that and it's kind of like this idea of being on tour if you're in love with somebody who's also in a touring band you're like you never fucking see each other oh okay like ships in the so night. in this case the drop actually like adds to the meaning of the song oh, which i thought was kind of okay. interesting okay because that's not always yeah. the case usually yeah. it's just sort it's of fucking like there, yeah. random no total sense and the moon is lonely also just result been a long time since i've actually like kind of dipped my toe in that uh in that pool but i enjoyed it i was listening of, to it a little bit today of the three records the least listened to record but the most recently listened to record the most and really enjoying it but i'm I followed that 100 percent. yeah uh, I did wait that, you're that, saying right. that's this record this record now yeah i think it's still not four my cornered night is like i it's probably my least listened it's body to. it's very like beatlesy but it has orange driving dictionary on it which is like one of their best songs Agreed. So, such is life. Um, and then starting off that block was Propagandi with Mate Kamoris Ukon Rasik An from Today's Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes. Uh, Which I'm assuming is like East Timorese or Latin. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's so. That's 2001 Fat. That is from from what I could gather from like the pop propaganda website, which I think is like the same from the liner notes is Bella Gallos, which is a survivor of the Indonesian invasion of East Timor, who they met in Winnipeg in 97 for like a benefit. And she's like, she, um, you know, emigrated or escaped the invasion came to, uh, Canada, I believe, and got really into like, you know, activism was involved in activism in east timor like the story is really interesting and i think so the beginning is her is from a recording of like a talk that she gave and she talks about like not being able to sing the song of her people and then at the end it's the song that she's talked about how she couldn't sing it into more because like the indonesian like armies were like secretly injecting them with like birth control drugs and like doing all these terrible crazy things and Fuck. so so i always thought it was super interesting and like and that's the first song in the record so like to get into propaganda in the first couple records and they're like oh this new record came out and it starts with that and you're like what it's awesome but it, yeah it blew no, my like 19 year old mind uh what started it tomorrow, by the way ashes. what started the uh, songs uh Oh, the Born Again song? Yeah, we didn't talk oh, about it. Oh, uh, set your AM dial for white empowerment off of nine patriotic battle hymns for children. That's the second episode in a row we forgot to talk about the first song. We're, well, we kind of mentioned a new it. president. Kind of mentioned it. But um, no, and obviously, no idea no what, that's, what that 
drop was from. Yeah. It's just random shit. It's a couple of different things. For some reason, I felt like the lady singing about or um, the Fourth Amendment, right? Is that search and seizures? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I somehow felt like that was from like a National Lampoon's record or something. It, it could be. And there's no reference for that at all. It's the Boothiverse. It's fine. It's a <laughs> It's very complicated. Very complicated. Um, so what is the, like, do you have, like, the first time you remember hearing something like this in a song? Where it's like, it's like growing up, like, radio and shit, it's just like, it's songs, right? It's just, like, music and then ads and stuff. And then, like, at some point you, because like, I feel like this is a predominantly, like, kind of punk DIY sort of, like, move to put yeah, just like a I random mean, like sound bite in the middle of a song i will say i think hip-hop was kind of doing i mean obviously they're sampling and but then there's also hip-hop where they would just put in like you know james brown saying funky or something like, yeah well like, and, to, and it's kind of like like a, a levity thing or it's like just to be fun or like well i and i've always really enjoyed de la soul and so, like, their first couple records are full of skits. And, like, that yeah. was, like, a late 80s, early 90s hip-hop thing. Like, you had these skits. So I wonder, like, is that something that, like... DMX re- having prayers? Yeah. Or, like, is that something... Are <laughs> DMX prayers something that inspired, like, every fat band to put like, three samples of songs a record in? Like, I think, I think that these owe something to hip-hop, but I'm not exactly sure. It's sort of like a... Like a like a second cousin or something of, of that idea. But or I'm like, not exactly or you're sure. like you're aware of it. So like yeah. it's something that like you absorb like through like the ethos or whatever. Like you're yeah. just, it's there and well, you're like, and I Oh, think, I like, could do something like that. Cause you couldn't really, I mean, yes, you could put like a skit in the middle of a punk record, but could you? Oh, we should. Done. It's going to be on tape though. I mean, um, I think too, it's like, before pre-internet, like to be punk, you kind of had to be like your own like detective, sort of like hundred percent archivist. Yeah, like you kind of collect these little artifacts and like you go scraping around in the record stores and finding like little gems. And it's sort of like w- once you kind of get a taste of that, like I think it kind of extends into other aspects of your life. Like I don't know about you, but like growing up out here, like watching like public access. In like the middle yes. of the night and shit, like the Herb Nero show and like just weird shit All like that. All the weird shit, yeah. Yeah, like you, it, it's like you're kind of like you're fucking bored. So you're you're flipping around, you're finding weird things. Your your friend has like some weird tape that you watch. Oh yeah. Or like, it, yeah. It all goes back to like the you have a band that you like and you look at the special thanks or thanks or whatever. Yeah. And it's like oh other bands that they play with. So then you you find someone who has those records and then you listen to those records and then you yeah. find more bands or like, and it's like you go forward and a forward. tape you got from a friend that has like it's like it was ta- it's like a Debbie Gibson tape that was taped over and there's some other shit on there and then there's and you're something like, oh I love Debbie Gibson I bet I'm gonna love Tiffany there's something weird at the end of it and you don't even know what it is yes or like I, we, we used to tape movies off TV and just like watching the old commercials as the years went by oh, used yeah. to like blow my mind and we were sending YouTube videos back and forth this week so of like random things so like it made me think of that um, but I don't know what any of this means I, I just think it's interesting I guess I, I something that like in going through and trying to figure out where stuff was from like it's so much easier I hate to be like all old manny about it but like you can just like Google like oh song from the beginning of that Rise Against song and it like tells you yeah. but like so th- uh, in this next block there's a Lagwagon song 
and it has uh, a clip from Swimming with Sharks and this movie, and I'd never seen the movie. And then one day I'm like watching the movie with my roommate, and the part comes on. I'm like, holy shit, I've heard this like 2,000 times. And just the excitement of either conversely, or sorry, either knowing what something was from when you heard it on a record or hearing it later after hearing it on a record and just that excitement of yeah. like recognizing it I think was always super exciting for me as like a younger punk. Which And if you look at like all the YouTube channels and things that have popped up, entire like, like uh, groups of people who just try to figure out samples from hip hop and stuff and they take like oh, the, 20 the years to find. so cool. Yeah, it's fun. To like take that stuff apart and try to figure out what it's from. Um, again, I have no idea what it means, but it's fine. But uh, you brought up the band Rise Against. I did. That was Kim Sit. None come punker than Rise Against. But their first couple albums fucking rip. I, mean, I listened to a little bit this week, and I gotta say, like, it still rips. This song is good. It's still good. It's true. This is uh this is reception fades from the unraveling. Their first record. Take a listen. It is, in the end, whatever the hell I want it to be. And when I'm through with it, it's going to blow a hole this wide, straight through the world's own idea of itself. They're throwing bottles at your house. Come on, let's go break their arms. Yeah. 
about me I think in all fairness I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do for instance tomorrow morning I'll get up nice and early take a walk down over to the bank and walk in and see and uh, if you don't have my money for me I'll crack your fucking head wide open in front of everybody in the bank and just about the time that I'm coming out of jail hopefully you'll be coming out of your coma and guess what I'll split your fucking head open again. you guys could hear the things that bill teaches me about these songs about idiot fingers louis <laughs> yeah because i know well one i know i knew one thing and now i knew now i know two i'm lucky i'm lucky i wish yeah. you guys are so lucky so lucky so yeah that was idiot fingers louis with the worst man one from their back on the streets lp which is not the vagrant comp of the same name yeah, I, was, I was thinking yeah hopeless. uh 98 on hopeless and of course, the clip in the beginning was from Casino. Of course, Joe Pesci. Joe Let me Pesci. tell you something about myself. So that that one falls into the badass category. Yes, I like it. Bunch of badasses. You're gonna play a song about splitting a, a banker's wig wide open. Wide open. I mean, but if you were a banker, you'd wear a wig because of his subprime mortgages. Fuck them. Wait, if I was a banker, I'd wear a wig. <laughs> I, I have alopecia. I no, that's, I don't know. It's like British judges. Oh, that's like that. Where's that NFL player who has alopecia? 
Michael Jackson? I don't want him to listen to this and feel bad, so never mind. <laughs> if that's, <laughs> I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel a thousand percent that we're okay. Before that was Toys That Kill. Gosh, dogs. With they tied up all our lace from Shanked, uh, 2005 on recess. Dollar dances on our asses. So that I found out today because I just thought that was just like probably Todd saying that or something. Yeah. Who knows, right? Uh, that is Sam McFeeders. The, from Born Against, which fun reference, call back to the first song, yeah. from some spoken word record, and the uh, the song's called Sam and Joe Save the Children. That's what that's from. I have no idea if All that's right. true or not. Reddit said it. I mean, cool. I mean, If t- you're listening Todd, to this and you know yeah. more information about this, feel Todd, free to reach out. Todd, Daryl, any of the Todds, any of the Daryls? Todd has that record. Well, yeah. Probably. Oh, I, I thought you meant the Toys I Kill record. I'm like, yeah, probably. No, I meant that, yeah. You can't he, buy that record Todd right has now. a has a Sam that? McFeeder story, like 100%. Todd or Todd C? Uh, both of them. Todd T? All of them. All Todd the B? Any, any Todd. Todd A? Mary Todd Lincoln? Mary, yeah, R.I.P. She's dead, too. R.I.P. And then the Lincoln movie, she dies also. <laughs> Mom's, Mom's dead. dead. <laughs> Dead moms, dead moms society. <laughs> we should make beer koozies that say "Mom's dead." Character, it's like uh, that's it. What is that like Joseph Conrad shit? Where it's like you got to go and you got to meet the the oracle or like the and then who are you talking your about? Mom dies at the end. You Who's know, like, Joseph Conrad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Who's Joseph no, Conrad? Like, he's like you know he's like that guy like who Coates? like. Uh, He's the guy who's like, there's only so many types of stories in the world, and they all follow this particular pattern. Oh, these patterns. George Lucas. And they go back to, y- yes. And they go back to like caveman, like oral traditions and oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So and mom there's dies. like, yeah, one of them, yeah, like the arc is like, yeah, mom has to die. Gilbert well, that, Grape. That's the beginning. Gilbert Grape. Mom dies at the beginning, Disney. Mom dies at the end, Indy. Ooh. Put that on your t shirt. Sell it on Etsy. Uh, before that, one was Lagwagon with Gun in Your Hand from Let's Talk About Feelings, 1998 Fat. Uh, that was, again, we talked about earlier from Swimming with Sharks. That record's got, like, all the jams and the drops. It's got the one from uh, Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Yep. When I first saw you put Lagwagon, I thought that one yeah. was in it. But that I, one this, is a little, this this is a little on the nose. This one's a little good, too. Yeah, this one's good because it was, like, I was super excited to see it in a movie. And having no idea it was in that movie. I've never seen Welcome to the Dollhouse or this movie. I didn't, you told me it was Kevin Spacey and I didn't even realize that. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Dollhouse is good. It's good. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I used to put on... You know that thing you do sometimes when you look at a clock every day and it's like the exact same time? Does that uh, ever yes, happen to you? There's a word for it. It's, uh, not the word I'm going to say, but like, there's a word. When I was in high school, I would always know... Like I knew what time I had to leave to be on time. And I would look at the clock at the same time every day, and I would be like, I have 20 minutes until I have to leave. And I would put on this record because it was like 22 minutes oh, long. Dude, this record's so good. Like my entire senior year, I think. It's so good. Maybe junior year. I, uh, um, I definitely, my senior year, made a cake a, for yeah. a much older woman for her birthday and a mixed CD that had a Lagwagon song on it. And I occasionally think about that. 
and how I baked the cake. What? Yeah, well, how old were you when this happened? <laughs> yeah, I was like 17. And how I, old was this woman? <laughs> she's like 22. How, how, how and, did, okay. Uh, there, there's the details. How have I known you this long and there's still booth stories that I don't know? And like I baked the cake and I was like, oh fuck, it's her birthday. I got to get it over to her. And so I didn't let it cool. So I frosted it and then drove it over to her apartment. Oh. And the frosting was very runny. Mm. It's fine. I'm sure she liked it. She's telling this story somewhere. No, she's not. <laughs> she was scared. Um, all right. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like these drops. It's like you, you're having a conversation with Booth and then he'll just stop in the middle of it and tell you a story <laughs> like, like that about his, his too hot birthday cake for a 27 year old. 21 year old 22 22 i was 17 though that wasn't that that wasn't much i mean older. i i mean yeah, you're 17 that's a big gap when yeah. you're that young yeah um starting off that block was rise against with reception nope. from, uh, i mean yes but you I missed one. Song. Oh. oh yeah so tuesday yes it's a split everything's credited chain wolf and tree stay i think it's just three stay I think it's Tree Stay too. Also. Um, with the song Destroy from the Sad Wolf. I'm just gonna call it a split LP twenty twenty two on Riff Audio. Those are that's a local band, Tree Stay. So I saw them. Local um, to you. So go anywhere and ask, Hey, is Tree Stay playing tonight? <laughs> and odds are that's they how are it works. So I went to see I saw bands and they were playing and I was talking with a guy and he's like I was like, oh, like, who's playing next? And he was like, oh, Triste. And I was like, oh, what are they like? And he's like, they're a hardcore band called Triste. They're fucking sad, man. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, that should be I on were, but They were good. That's good. And the, there, was, there was kids doing ninja kicks through that shit. But were they sad ninja kicks? Uh, they seemed like they had a good time playing, but I, I guess their songs are sad. I guess he says he's just a piece of shit in the song. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. And then, uh, of course, before that was Rise Against... Perception phase, the unraveling, two thousand one on fat, and the soundbite was from. Oh, you want to say it? Oh no, you said it. Henry Fool, the oh. Hal Hartley movie. I was gonna say the soundbite from uh, Tree Stay was uh, Blood and Blood Out. Oh yeah, thank you. I You're welcome. That. I fucking forgot. Yes, okay. that was. It's which not on the spreadsheet. I, the only thing I want to say about Blood and Blood Out is there was two movies at Blockbuster when I worked there that were the most rented VHS tapes in the store. Colors. No. It was Blood In, Blood Out, and it was Office Space. Those, were, those were the 100%. two movies that people were constantly asking for, and we they were never in the store. We had we didn't have enough copies of them. So the they stat-wise, they were the most rented single tapes because they were always out. That makes sense. But we did manage, like, we Blood In, Blood Out was so popular. So many people asked about it because we were a store full of mostly just dumb white kids. So we finally, it, it came in. And the store closed, and we had like an hour until we had to like be out of there. So we were like, "We're gonna put this on," and it was. And you it's loved a fucking it. craziest. It's movie. so good. <laughs> it's awesome. Those like late eighties, early nineties. It's like, an exploitation film those for movies sure. Are good. Yeah, it's like it's like Me Familia, but with prison stabbings. Yeah, it's like it's like colors. You know, a movie I watched a lot as a kid. Uh, Stand by me. Uh, the. The, the Stephen King one. No. 
That's not the one where they found a body. Is that say by me? Then lean on me. The other one. The one. <laughs> The one where like Morgan Freeman's a principal of like an inner city high school and like threatens to throw a kid off the that roof. That sounds much dude, worse I, than Stand dude. Stand by Me is like a good movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I watched the Lean fuck out me. of that movie. Okay, I watched the fuck out of that movie. He Damn. like comes in. He's like hard ass principal guy. What's oh, good? It's good. He's threatening huh. to fucking throw a kid off a roof. R.I.P. to Morgan Freeman. Is he dead? No. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. Yeah. No, he's old. All of this stuff makes so much more sense. I know. Uh, back to the Rise Against thing, though. Henry Fool, Hal Hartley movie. Watched it in a film class in college. Great movie. Hal Hartley's pretty pretty awesome. R.I.P.? Indie filmmaker. No, he's alive. Okay, good. Uh, I think uh, you can watch him, his movies on the Criterion channel, so check that one out if you haven't seen it. It's a weird one. James Urbaniak, Dr. Venture, he's in it. I literally have no idea the words that you just said. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay. It's for my venture heads out there. Okay. I was like, you keep Shout going. out. Uh, well, shit. I mean, so to preface this next one, no, should we? Do we want to talk about this? Uh, no. No, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So the next one is I'm going to unbury the lead is uh, ostracized by lifetime. Ostrich-sized. Yeah, I can't read. It's a small font, and I'm at 40. Um, you'll find out soon, in a couple months. I'm already 40. Yeah, I know. That's what I meant. 41? It, t- it, takes, <laughs> it takes like <laughs> it takes six months after in. 40 to not oh, see. Shit. It's weird. Life is weird. Glaucoma? Yeah, basically. Um, so, But the, the quote's from The Outsiders, right? Right. Which I had no idea because I saw The Outsiders once and I didn't pay any fucking attention because I don't Francis care. It's Ford Coppola. I don't give a shit. It's a who's who. I don't give a fuck. Patrick Swayze. I don't. I shit. literally don't care. Ralph Macchio. Do not give a shit. Tom Cruise. Do not care. Emilio Estevez. Also, still don't care. Is it Men at Work too? I don't give a fuck. Fucking Rob. Uh, Deer Dick. No. It's also, don't care. Uh, Rob Lowe. Still don't give a shit. Literally could care less about the outsiders. The I lead, love how Pony much Boy, I, I don't no care. I do not who, care. Who uh, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. It's not, it's not lean on me where fucking <laughs> Morgan Freeman plays a, Again. plays a principal who kills a kid. <laughs> he threatens to kill a kid because he keeps trying to smoke crack or whatever. Like, I don't uh, know. Just, Life is weird. But I was excited when I when I heard that you put the song on here because it reminded me of one of my favorite music blogs from like the mid two thousands. Do you remember? Can you see the sunset? Yes. Yes. yes I do. That blog was so good. I was still reading it up until Google Reader folded, and I was like the last. You're the last. I was like guy. the Omega Man of like <laughs> of blogs. You're, you're like, like holding Google Reader on a blog, like, just like singing like, into the, the ocean. Fuck? Like like it was. Like was Google Reader costing money? Like you just like leave it, leave it there, and you could just yeah, log aggregator. It's like no, no, we don't need those anymore. But it was great. It was great. And Can you see South? Is it? St- it's got to be on Internet Archive or something. I don't know. I I'm mean, sure I looked for it. it, and the thing that I found was a bunch of Swedish uh, guys talking about web code. So I bet we could find it. Yeah, I didn't look that hard. We could probably email the guy who did it and invite yeah, him on. He might be listening. Like fly him out, and then he just hangs out in the garage. <laughs> He's like, what the he fuck? might he might live here. Who knows? <laughs> this is your podcast know. studio. Yeah, it's a studio. All right, so let's, let's <laughs> uh, okay. Let's listen to Lifetime. <laughs> Wouldn't you try to help me if you thought you could? Can you see the sunset from the south side? Very good. Yeah, real good. 
he told me it'd be over in 12 hours. And it was in the middle of the winter, and I just jumped in Lake Michigan and hoping that the freezing water would just get it out of my head, you know? And then I had to call the rescue. We had, back then, we had rescue people. Like, you called, it was like a hotline. Well, it was a trip called tripping. It was a tripping line. You got to, you talked to somebody and they helped you through it. Where's the fucking money, Keith? Dad, calm down. Listen to me. The money is not important here. You don't know what's important. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Do you know what the hell I'm talking about? You just never listen to me. I'm not going to go to college. The money is gone. You can't get it back. It's over. This whole dream is not what I wanted. It's what you wanted. I never wanted it. I just didn't have the guts to tell you. Are you only 18 years old, for Christ's sake? Then I'm 19 now. 20. When does my life belong to me? I'm coming oh God. home. You're coming home. I almost played the wrong song. <laughs> Woo. So that was we one of the it. first songs that came to mind when um, we had this idea. I like that that's that song because the song that I'm ending with is a song that made me think that we should do this song. So it's perfect. Like, Oh, nice. And I took this one off several times and then we decided to kind of like add a couple extras. So no, we didn't. It's the right number that we're supposed to have. Exactly. So that was Good Riddance with... Heresy, hypocrisy, which I'm pretty sure they spelled hypocrisy wrong, and revenge from Operation Phoenix LP 1999 on Fat Records. A lot of fat bands. Fat is well represented on this podcast. Yes. Um, but it's kind of like, like we said, like that's the time frame of like the height of this sort yeah, of thing. Like fat was put one, fat was putting out good records. Yes. To those bands were into doing this kind of stuff. So it's like, it's going to sort of happen. Some of these are internet, and I'm sure at the time you may have been able to find these on the internet, 
But like, where do you think people were getting the majority of these from? Tapes, like literally, yeah. just like oh, they got this tape. Like oh, like this would be perfect. Right. They and they're watching. They're getting yeah. stoned with their and friends. Watching. And they're in the studio. They're like, oh, they're like hey, the grab the tape because there's no other. There's no other way. Like it's ninety nine. Right. Right. Like there's not a DVD of some kind of wonderful just like hanging out in the studio and like Russ Rankin. In my health class, there was in ninth grade because that's when I watched that movie. Immediately when I heard the song, I immediately knew that's what it was from. How does that have to do with health? I think because. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. Health class, more than anything else, was about enforcing some sort of external like virtue stuff onto kids and like the takeaway from that movie was your hands. you're not supposed to chase around the popular party girl you're supposed to go after the girl who kind of dresses like madonna and carries drumsticks everywhere who is into like art and so stuff. like shouldn't they also have shown pretty in pink because isn't that basically the like the crux of pretty in pink I'm pretty sure we watched Pretty in Pink and we watched Dawson's Creek too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Dawson's Creek. Yes. I don't want to wait. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz is... Is it? Is he in some kind of wonderful... Hey mom, can we stop and get some Michael J. Fox? No, we have Michael J. Fox at home and it's Eric Stoltz. And he's a ginger? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever... Did Perfect. you know Eric Stoltz got cut out of Back to the Future? They recorded like half of Back to the Future and then they were like... Robert Zemeckis was like, it's not really? working. And they got Michael J. Fox instead. And he was already doing family ties, so they had to work like at night or something. Oh, weird. That's why they went to the mall and the Libyans. This is for this is for Bill's popcorn tidbits. Did you know that the corpse of the friend that uh, mm-hmm. committed suicide in the big chill is uh Kevin Costner? No. Yeah. The so, big chill. So the big chill, one of my favorite movies. So it's like, is that the big chill? No, that's what's that? The big chill is the one with like, it's uh, Glenn Close cries in the shower. Oh yeah, I've not seen this movie. It's good. It's like uh, ensemble. Like their friend kills himself. Uh, Kevin Klein's in it. Fucking uh, the fly dinosaur guys in it. I'm really bad with names right now. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. That's him. bunch of people so they go back to their friend from college kills himself they go back to the house that he was staying and they'll kind of like reconvene for his funeral and stuff and then like the director's cut or whatever like there's flashbacks or whatever and kevin costner's like actually in it mm-hmm. and he's this friend that kills himself but they cut him from the movie with the exception of the beginning where they're like dressing a corpse for a funeral and it's kevin costner he slid his wrists the movie I was thinking of was The Sting. But I knew. I knew that's exactly <laughs> what I was like. I could see what you're thinking. I had to like, yeah. go think about it. I was like, uh. Um, Before okay. that was. I want to watch that. <laughs> it's good. Dude, it's good. It's kind of, it's like a bunch of Motown stuff. It's really weird, like 80s capitalism. There's quaaludes. It's just, it's good. I love it. It's good. Um, Joe Dana and I had a really good conversation about like remaking it in a different vein, but I don't remember what the vein was. So Joe Dana might Joe be Dana. sleeping and listening to this right now. At the same Do you time. you want to try to give him any 
Subliminal, subliminal messages? No. no. That's good. That was <laughs> he good has enough. enough subliminal messages. He has got enough subliminal message. For that was Big Kids with Dads Datsun. Datsun? Datsun. Uh, from uh, their second record, Phone Home, t- 2011. Uh, protagonist, Top Shelf, maybe. Uh, That's fine. I have no idea what that sample's from, but it's one of my favorites because it's super random and weird and, like, the woman talking about, like, basically being on LSD and trying to, like, get off of LSD. Sounds good. Yeah, I liked it. I, there was a song that didn't make the cut for me, and it was um, the band Game Face, and they have... Um, they have a song that's sort of like a similar sample and it's like an old man telling a story and it's like 10 minutes long and it's like this crazy story. I'll send it to you just so you can yes. listen to it, but it was like, it was way too fucking long. We'll put it, we'll put it on the, uh, the Patreon on the director's cut of the pod. Yes. Oh yeah. God. God. If we could, <laughs> director's cuts of this would be mi- fucking miserable. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but this is, we, uh, we spend hours, hours in the cutting room. Hours. Just we are currently, just, it's actually June. We're still. up to our, we're up to our knees in uh, discards here. And plastic you know? balls. Yes, plastic balls. We also run a, a, uh, an illegal lotto. I was going to say an illegal ball pit. <laughs> Why would it be an illegal ball pit? Well, you can't like have a ball pit in your house. Because we have cockfighting also. Also in the ball pit. Cockfighting in the ball pit. Uh, before that was the band Buggin' with the song Not Yours off of their... Uh, that album came out this year. Concrete Cowboys, Flat Spot Records... A uh, little little Wilson picket in the beginning. One, two, three. From Land of a Thousand Dances. Oh, so good. I don't know how you get away with that. I mean, you can. They're it's, kind of a big like band. eight seconds. One, two, three. Yeah, it's um, not long enough. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun record. I like that. Before that was Bomb the Music Industry with Old and Unprofessional from Goodbye Cruel, cool, Goodbye cool World. That's why it's funny because it's cool, not cruel. Yeah, see, that's why I can't say it. Uh, that's a funny. That's quote, a funny unquote. quote. Uh, and that was from a rest, uh, episode of Arrested Development, the one where Michael Lee's season two, episode one. I like it. Just so you know, that's before it got so strange that I didn't really like it anymore. That uh, record reminds me of going to breakfast with you in Palmdale one time. Just so you know. Okay. I like it. Uh, and of course, starting it off was Lifetime with Ostrich Sized with the song Hello Bastards, 1995 on J-Tree. And Lifetime always makes me think of you because I didn't Those have are my favorite movies. and then I met you and you did. Oh, yeah. That works. I was like, oh, yeah. We should do a playlist of, or a podcast of bands named after camper shell companies. Good idea. And it would only be Lifetime and Did Leo. you ever used to drive around and see that? And you'd be like, I wonder if they like that. Lifetime. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And then that band Lear came out. And Lear is also one. And I'm like, I wonder if they named themselves after the Camper Shell because they thought Lifetime named themselves after the Camper Shell. Shout out Dotson. And I'm the only one. Tracks. I'm the only person. That Venn diagram is me. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> it's one of those evenings. The cover of that, of that album is like, is an echo of another cover, like some blue note jazz thing. I can't, I can't think, I can't picture it. Maybe like John Coltrane or something, but I have no idea. Wilson Pickett. Wilson Pickett. Wilson Phillips Pickett. Wilson Phillips Pickett. That, that name's going to be taken soon. That's a good band name. Uh, we got, it needs, it needs work. We need to workshop it. Okay. We can do that in the break. What's the, what was the leather, the leather place? Wilson's leather. Wilson leathers Pickett Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> 
<laughs> First idea, best idea. Done. Yep. Um, We're the beats. Well, shit. I guess it's about time to... Uh, do you want to handle the business? Uh, hey, you. Yes, you. Yeah, let's do it. You want to hey, you? It would have been funny if we had found... Uh, a bunch of like we should we should where it was like hey oh, that's you, so much work. yes you and then we like put it, we pieced it all together like a ransom note we should have just had uh, stolen Daryl's from the last <laughs> one and just put it on yeah, there next we should, time we should do that we'll just use other people's I know uh, anyone has the potential to be a razor kick contributor if you don't see or hear what you'd like covered lend us a helping hand if you're knowledgeable about DIY punk are open to the editing of your work can mean deadlines and follow instructions. We'll consider your contribution. We have openings for interviews, articles, podcasts, photos, comics, web columns, videos, reviews, and editorial illustrations. All creative content is done on a volunteer basis. Razor Cake does not tolerate racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, or ableist bullshit. And we've held these ethics since our start in 2001. Diversity makes us a better punk organization. We're encouraging people who are marginalized by gender, sexuality, ethnicity, class, and personal experience to submit material to Razor Cake. Let's work with each other. Drop us a line at razorcake.org slash contact. This Razor Cake podcast is made possible in part by grants from the City of Los Angeles Department of Cultural Affairs and is supported by both the Los Angeles Board of Supervisors through the Los Angeles Arts Commission and the California Arts Council, a state agency. Learn more at www.arts.ca.gov. Any findings, opinions, or conclusions contained in this podcast are those or those featured in this episode and are not necessarily those of our grantors. My favorite thing about this podcast is getting to say grantors every time. Where's the fucking money, Keith? Uh, I agree. Uh, that that part sounds very PBS, and I like it. I try it my best. Of, like, I, I practice. And stuff. Like when I drive every day. You did. You you recited that from heart. You didn't even look at the paper. Which I, I did was not. Very impressive. I did not. Um, so we got one more song. Do you want any any parting thoughts about this topic? Uh, I don't feel like we've. I don't. I don't know that we. I, I I wrote down some other notes. Let me see. I don't feel like we. I think it's solved the solved it. There's no solving. I think it's interesting to take in pre-existing art and add it to your art as like an extension of the expression. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, and it, sometimes is it that thought out or sometimes it's like, Oh man, I've got 37 seconds to fill. Oh, that Apollo moon landing tape is 37 seconds. Yeah. It just sounds cool. Uh, is there, have you ever seen a movie or a TV show or anything? And you thought all oh, that, if I ever record another album or something like I would put that in hundred percent. What do you, do you got, you want to, you want to drop it here or do you want no. Because I can't think of anything right now, <laughs> but there's like stuff like, oh, that would be. I, I kind of thought of one the other day, but I can't think of anything now. But what is it? No, I, I, I oh, can't, you can't remember. Oh, right now, right now, right I, now. I wrote down that question, and I should have wrote down what I was thinking of. <laughs> that would have been perfect. And it was like, oh, I can't believe nobody's used that. And then it was like, I don't know. So if you have, oh, and if you can think of some song that you're just like, you idiots, how did you miss this one? Or, 100%. Or this one's the best one. Or you know of like a really early one because I was trying to figure early out. Early is the best. Like who was the first band that did this? Like there's got to be, like, I don't know. It's, I feel, yeah, that'd be really interesting. It's probably some, it's probably like crass. I think it seems it like a crass. It think, seems like a crass thing to no, do. No, I think, um, is it Bottom Hotel? Or there's some song off, off something i think it does have like weird samples and stuff in it um so that that's a good that's actually yeah. pretty smart and i didn't think about that um but yeah if you can think of one 
hit us up and maybe we'll do a follow-up at some point yeah but you have to figure out how to hit us up yeah i mean that's on you yeah Internet. i guess you could try razorkick.org slash contact but fuck the guys that run that page are wonderful yeah no they're good. they're they're excellent they're excellent people all around so um i guess i so the whole point or the whole reason for this podcast was because i Every nine, ten months, like I come back to the song and I really enjoy listening to it. But it's, uh, I really enjoy the sample in it, and mm-hmm. I think it makes the song a thousand times better. And it's interesting because it's from like a live recording, so like, and you can kind of tell like after the first verse, like it almost like they accidentally play the sample again, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy, but it's like they live. They're like. Hey Mercedes, like, hey, like, what? Let's just fucking play this like minute long monologue from Waking the Dead. Like, it'll be great. I think when we saw Jawbreaker, they did Jet Black and they had the sample. Yeah, well, I think you have to. Yeah, it's fun. It's it was good. Yeah, but it's but it's the sample isn't on the record. Oh, so like if you listen to like the the second Hey Mercedes record that this is from the original version of it, it's not there. It's just like the fucking song. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was super cool. That like, oh, they just like added this in. It should have so, been there. It Maybe they couldn't it, clear it. I'm sure they couldn't clear it. They probably probably didn't have enough space in the CD because it's fucking like two and a half minutes long. Is fucking guy talking? So, uh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. This is uh, Hey Mercedes with unorchestrated from uh, unorchestrated. EP off uh, Grand Theft Autumn in 2008, and this is from the movie Waking the Dead. Bye. There's something that I think I should tell you all. I'm not feeling very well. And I haven't been for a while. Something inside me has jumped the track. I'm confused, I'm not thinking right, I'm not sleeping right, and I I, I just don't think that I am complaining about this or, or asking for your help, because there's nothing anyone can do about it, it's just happened and that's all there is to it, but I, I don't know what I'm going to say from one minute to the next, I really don't, I don't know what I'm going to say, and I don't know what I'm going to do, do you understand that? And. I know this is coming at a bad time for everyone, but uh, but there's nothing I can do about that. I'm tired, and I'm uh, uh, I don't I don't I don't see things the way that I used to. Everything.
Look, Simon, I made love to your mother about half an hour ago, and now I'm beginning to think that maybe it wasn't such a good idea.